am I just in really difficult relationships or having problems or is life against me? Or maybe I'm a little piece of that issue. The seven signs of a people pleaser. Are you one? Let's find out. Have you ever found yourself constantly trying to please other people or putting basically their needs before yours? What is it like to be a people pleaser, always seeking validation and acceptance from people around you? Well, if you want to know more about that, well, we're going to talk about that in this podcast and how to overcome it. Alhamdulillah, we are Muslims and so we have to know what are the best ways to approach life, but it's not always easy. So here on the podcast, we try to help you with that with small tidbits of advice and information every time. And if you don't already know me. My name is Mindful Masima. I'm a mom of five, big sister to the community, and lover of all things related to helping women become stronger, more knowledgeable, and more empowered in handling life's challenges as a modern woman without compromising their dean. So in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about if you're a people pleaser or not, we're going to help you find out if you are. And we're going to give you a couple signs that should give you a sure sign whether or not you are. And basically talk about what are the ways to overcome that whole situation and not feel like, ah, I'm going to make somebody mad, sad, or I'm going to ruin a relationship because I didn't give them what they wanted. And inshallah ta'ala, what you're going to see is the minute you stop becoming a people pleaser, you become free. It is a liberating feeling. I know because I used to be one. So let's get into it together. And if you don't already know, by the way, on this podcast, we cover things in maybe just small 20-minute snippets, but we have even bigger, um, more amazing things over at the website, www.mindful-muslima.com. M-U-S-L-A-M-A-H.com. This is just the start of the party. We have tons of free downloadables. Um, tons of resources, so many things on the podcast. A lot of people say, oh my gosh, I thought you just had the podcast. So that's why I'm mentioning it. We have an entire way for women to learn and grow and thrive and empower themselves. And you know how you get empowered? By knowledge, information. And we know it's too hard because you're too busy and you don't have time for that. So we make everything super fast, small, bite-sized so that it's easy for you to grow a little bit at a time on your time. So the website again is one um, www.mindful-muslima.com. And over there, you're going to find tons of things. You can download free classes, courses, everything um, you wanted to know about the most important things in your life as a Muslim woman. So if you have any other um, questions, you can always DM me on Instagram, mindfulmuslima. And let's dive into the podcast. So today, thinking about being a people pleaser. So what is a people pleaser, first of all? It's a person who really struggles with other people being mad at them, upset with them, or sad in general. They just feel like they don't want to be the cause of anyone's pain. And because of that, which seems pretty normal, and you know, as a Muslim, I don't want to cause anyone pain. But the truth is, it can, it can play with your boundaries, right? It can make it really challenging for it, make you do things you don't want to do on a regular basis makes you agree to things you don't want to agree to and that feels horrible after a while and it feels like you're not living your life you're living your life for others on their terms and as a muslim how much am i obligated to do that well like we're going to get into that but what i'm going to first do is say how do we figure out if we are a people pleaser and then obviously if we are one 
how do we stop? So we're going to, we're going to get that all. Like I said, in a small little snippet in this podcast for you today. And we're praying that it's going to help you to have more freedom because I'm going to tell you the truth. I used to be a people pleaser when I was younger and I didn't understand boundaries. And now that I'm not, it is liberating. I get to still be a good person and help others without making myself feel horrible. And we're going to get into that in the podcast. So number one, first sign or trait, whatever, if you're a people pleaser is you really struggle to say no. Somebody needs a favor or needs you to do something that you probably know you're not going to be able to do, or at least maybe you can do it, but not in the way that they want precisely. Maybe it's a deadline from your boss. Maybe it's your friend needing you to go somewhere with them, but you really, really want to say no, but you're like, "Mm, okay, or, oh, sure, I'll do that. And it's something that you've done for so long, maybe at this point too, that it is just rolled off your tongue before your brain even registered, but it is definitely a sign. Number two, constantly over-apologizing. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like even when it's not your fault, do you ever see those things where like people bump into each other in public and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. But like, you know, technically they rammed into you, (laughs) but you naturally as a woman are overly apologizing. It's not bad to have manners and apologize, but it's a totally different thing. If it's the first thing constantly rolling off your lips or like you don't want anyone to feel bad. So you're constantly having to say sorry first even when you, it's kind of a sneaky suspicion that they are, um, you know, also at fault. So one thing I want to say is when you're the kind of person who is thinking about whether or not something is your fault, we have Islam, right? We have Islam. We have to understand that there are rules within our, our religion where people are, um, are, are crossing boundaries sometimes. Like, am I obligated to say yes to people on everything? Well, it depends on who that person is, right? We have to, we have to learn the rights of other people. That's a really important piece. And it's something I can't really go into everything right now. I know I go into it, like, for example, in a lot of my courses and things like that. But in the future, if you guys are really interested, by the way, um, we were speaking to, um, I know on Thrive, so shout out to all the Thrive sisters that are in our international sisterhood. Um, we have some really, really exciting things coming up in Ramadan. And you're like, Ramadan? It's a little early. Nope, it's never too early for Ramadan. Ramadan is something that should be on your mind all the time. It's just beautiful opportunity for forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I know we all we all need that that little bit of like heaven on earth where we get to be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a moment. And just the doors of mercy are open and Jannah are open and the hellfire are closed. I, I know we need that. So many of us are going through a lot. And that is that embrace that we need. Alhamdulillah. So, you know, thinking about this need to please people and Ramadan coming up, um, we're going to be having two things. Well, Ramadan and then post-Ramadan, inshallah ta'ala, we have a beautiful, beautiful teacher. She's going to come in. I'm not going to um, release her name yet. She's absolutely amazing. She is a young sister, um, and you cannot imagine how knowledge- knowledgeable she is for as young as she is. It is incredible. And um, she's going to be talking about the fiqh of women inside of Thrive. Yep. So had those questions about fasting and menstruation, she's going to cover everything for you. Um, that's going to happen inside of a, a Thrive Muslimah. And we also after are going to cover the rights of women and their husbands and their children because we know like it's it's not just we want our own rights we should care about the rights of everyone in the family so she's going to cover these two huge pieces for us i'm really really excited so i can't i'm not going to dive into that now because we're going to cover all that in there so i know you guys are going to love it 
But in terms of over-apologizing, yeah. And if you don't know your boundaries by knowing the rights of other people, yeah, you might do that more than often. So number one, if you're doing the over-apologizing, just keep that in mind. You could be a people pleaser. Number three, you do not communicate your needs very well. You're constantly like worrying about other people's needs, but you communicating your own is a struggle. Could be for many reasons, but at the end of the day, they kind of get left to the wayside and it's more all about the other person. Another one is number four. So number one is you struggle to say no. Number two is you overly apologize. Number three is you communicate. You do not communicate your needs very well. Number four is you feel rejected and left out often. You know, the funny thing is about being a people pleaser is you don't realize that you're a people pleaser sometimes, but other people do. And they're not going to like label you a people pleaser, but what they're going to do is they're going to be like, oh, that person, she just like doesn't have a personality of her own. Because that's what happens, guys, after a while. When you're constantly telling everybody, yeah, 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 you don't come off like you have your own personality. You come off like you're just like the, you know, it's that chameleon that like wherever they go, they change colors. You know, it's not that chameleons don't have their own personality. I'm not ragging on chameleons. (laughs) I'm just saying like, you know, that person who's not really their own person. They just meld into wherever they are. That's not a person that's very attractive to other people. I'm just going to throw it out there. And I know that because like I said, I used to be one. So I'm totally talking about myself first. They're not that attractive to be with because you don't stand for anything. You don't have a place where you put your foot down. You're like, this is what I believe. You're just like, yeah, okay, sure. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not a very attractive place to be. So if you're constantly feeling rejected and left out, it's not that people don't like you, quote unquote. It's that you're not showing who you are enough to find your people. You know what I mean? Like you need to find your people. Where are the people who actually love what you love and you know, don't like what you don't like. That's okay to have a firm standing and not everybody is going to be your friend. But like spending your whole life being vanilla where everybody is just like, oh, just coasting by. It's the most boring life on earth, number one. (laughs) Number two, you're not going to be happy. And number three, you're going to constantly feel this feeling of rejection because you're just like not finding your people. And when, when people reject you that you don't really like want to be in your life, it's not quite as hurtful, if I can be fair, because they don't belong to you. You know, for example, for me, for example. I'm really big on human rights and justice. If a person who is against human rights and justice or doesn't find it important and is okay to like maul over people, I'm not going to say anything like <clears throat> like overseas we're seeing happen right now, right? Like I don't really care if they don't like me because at the end of the day, if you believe it's okay to hurt and harm innocent people, you're not part of my tribe. You know, like it doesn't really phase me if you're not, you know, liking a post that I have or, you know, want to be my friend. It's really, really not something I'm going to lose sleep over. So like, that's what I mean by, by that. So I hope that makes sense. Number five, you tend to be agreeable. Do you notice this pattern? Don't say no. You're always saying yes, basically. Everything is oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like constantly agreeable to the point where you don't have a personality of your own. Being agreeable means I am not basically saying I don't agree. Let's let's explore that for a minute. There was a sister who used to talk to me. Um, you know, we we have consultation calls all the time, you guys know. And, you know, I still do them every day. In fact, I just did one yesterday. Um, on a sister who was considering going back to somebody in a relationship. Another one was on a sister who was struggling to make a decision related um, to something with her children. I mean, I talk to all of you guys offline. Yes, we have free consultation calls um, all the time. 
chat with you guys all the time. And it's funny because the sister I was speaking to yesterday, she was like, oh my gosh, I've been listening to the podcast for years. And you know, a lot of guys, you guys tell me that. And then eventually you get up the courage to talk to me. And that's cool. It's really nice to talk to you guys offline. So I was talking to this sister. Um, and by the way, because I know somebody's just going to message me on Instagram today. So I was thinking about it as it's like rolling off my junk. Um, if you want to do... Um, a 15 minute free call. Like I told you, our website, we have that link. Just go to the menu and go to consultations. You'll find it there. Um, www.mindful-muslim.com. That's where it is. And like with all the other stuff. So um, she was talking about how like she was being so agreeable in the relationship that she had before. Then all of a sudden she realized that like she was just so unhappy all the time. And she realized that most of her relationship was her being agreeable. How about that? Even when you're going to find a spouse, you do not want to be an agreeable person when you're going to search for a spouse because what's going to happen? You're going to agree to somebody with your parents that you don't really agree to. I know I know somebody is hearing this right now going, that's me. I know it. And if it's you, be careful. Be careful. Let's talk. The second one is um, you're going to say yes to guys in the moment of like, you know, spouse seeking and you're not even really feeling what they're saying, but you're just like, oh yeah, yeah. it is dangerous because you don't differentiate what you want and don't want, what you like and don't like. And therefore every move in your life, who you marry, who you stay married to for the women who are married right now, you know, if you're just going to be constantly agreeable, look, that goes back to the rights again. That's why I told you. That's why I was like, oh, inside of Thrive Muslim, we have to make sure that we let women know their rights. So that sister's going to come on live and talk to all of you. So shout out to you, sisters. Don't worry. Help is coming. But for the, for the first part, you have to learn to say no and all that stuff. And we'll get, and get into that in a second. Next one is you avoid conflict or tough conversations. You need to talk to somebody about something that's been bothering you. You need to put a stop to something. Someone wants to talk to you about something that they feel upset with you about. It's like the end of the world. It is so, so hard for you. But guess what? It really shouldn't be. Because Muslims, we're all about problem solution. We're all about figuring things out. At the end of the day, I have tawakkul. I have trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he is going to help me through everything. And if I haven't already made a point to to trust Allah and create a relationship with him, then everything everybody says is going to scare me. But if I do the right thing, I give people their rights and people still come at me, I am not in the wrong. Could I have said something hurtful? Yeah, but then that would go back to like breaking their rights of kindness and stuff. So I'm just saying still, at the end of the day, the most important thing I ever learned was knowing the rights of other people so that I could give them their rights. Because why? An yam al-qiyama, when you go to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what is going to happen? Then the first thing he's going to ask you is about your salah and all this, right? And there's going to be a point in the questioning where he gets to the rights of other people. Did you give them their rights? Now, the problem is with a people pleaser is maybe they're like overly trying to give everyone their rights to the point where they're denying themselves of their own. Well, guess what? Here's a little, little hint. When you're a people pleaser, you're also not pleasing Allah. How? Because you're denying Allah of his rights. How? How is there even a connection in that? We'll check this out. Allah has a right over your body. Allah has a right over your body. So I have to make sure I'm taking care of myself. How many people are expending all their energy to take care of everyone else and denying their own health? Like I make myself sick by taking care of everyone to the point where I don't eat right, I don't exercise, I don't sleep. I'm just like running, you know, burning them in oil, just keep it going 
taking care of everybody. Now, as a mother, there are these things that we do. Believe me, currently I, I, I experience that all the time, but I have to put myself back in balance and check constantly too. So it's totally normal to come off of balance. This is a little bit of a different conversation, but off of balance and come back in. But you have to know how to do that and pivot really fast. At the end of the day, it's something we're all trying to figure out. But um, it's something we do help women with. So if you do want help, we're here for you. I know inside of Thrive Muslim, we do help with that a lot. And a lot of you guys are going to start the um, the mentorship program that is about to like start off on the 14th. It's about the same as the book club time. It's at a different time, though. So don't worry. You can do both um, and get that support. But it's something like if you don't figure these things out, that's why you're unhappy. I'm just going to be totally honest. That's why I said in the beginning, it's liberating right? So you try to avoid conflict. So let's go back and then I'll give you the last one. Number one, struggling to say no. Number two, constantly over apologizing. Number three, don't communicate your needs. Number four, well, at least do them well, or maybe not at all. You often feel rejected and left out. Five, you tend to be agreeable, maybe overly agreeable and not have a personality of your own, right? Number six, you avoid conflict or tough conversations. And number seven, you become anything and do anything not to be disliked. And, you know, not wanting to be disliked is a normal thing. Let me just throw that out here. You're not a bad person if you don't want to be disliked. I'm not a bad person. But we don't want to do it. You see, there's these fine lines. You don't want to do it to the point where you're crossing over. And you know what, sis? You might even be doing something haram. I didn't even touch haram. You might mean like this, like I want you to think about it. People asking you to do things. It could be guys. Yeah. Ooh, we just hit one, right? It's a guy like, you know, Islamically, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be talking to him. You shouldn't touch him. You shouldn't like whatever it is. But you are so afraid to say no to a guy because you might hurt his feelings. Ooh, right there. I know that's striking a chord with some of you guys, striking a chord, because at the end of the day, people pleasing can make you sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same thing if you're married, ladies. So I'm not gonna let the married ladies off the hook. If you're married, maybe there's things you know you shouldn't do as a married woman, but you do them because you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You don't want them to feel bad. You don't want them to be mad at you. Do you see how dangerous people pleasing can be? It's it's like it's like there are no boundaries, there are no rules. And so I'm gonna be doing things outside of the realm of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't mean to, I just don't want them to be hurt. But you care about their pain more than Allah's pain for the way that you have disobeyed him or I have disobeyed him. This is deal, this is real. Like we have to think about this stuff. This is our our life. We have one life, sisters. It's a matter of balance. We have to find that balance. Okay, so how do I stop being a people pleaser? Well, the first thing you can do is be silent. Don't jump in. Don't jump in to save the day. Don't jump in to offer your services, your help, your time. The very first thing you can do is not jump in the band of things that you have no desire to be in. You know, we we hear uncomfortable silence. We see someone struggling and we want to come to the rescue. But again, we're rescuing in ways that we don't have to. Now, can you put your hand on that person and empathize and say, hey, I'm so sorry that's happened to me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you and make dua for that person? Absolutely. Can you offer an ear if they're hurting? But do you have to physically go and help them go out of your way, stop your day, change your schedule? No. See, that's the fine line. So the first thing you can do is be silent and not jump in and save. 
The next thing I want to suggest is it's really hard when you've been a people pleaser so long to even remember what the heck you like yourself because you're just so used to doing whatever everyone else wants. So I would say take a little notepad and explore like, what do I really love? What do I enjoy? You might start off with, I don't even know, and that's totally normal, but I want you to dig deep, dig deep. What are the things that you feel like if you could just go on YouTube right now and just watch anything you want, like bit not, not encouraging binge watching, of course, but if you could binge watch anything you wanted, and I'm talking about a series of a show of like anime or like forget all that type of stuff I'm talking about a topic I know this is so hard for people anymore because like stuff has been like shoved down our throat I'm talking about like is it is it um drawing is it um is it like fashion is it cooking is it like what is it the thing gardening like, I'm just making stuff up like what is it the thing that you're like oh I'd like to watch more stuff on like is it organizing cabinets some people are into that stuff is it like um you know stuff on cleaning like what are you like what are, where are your boundaries like first of all like let's just know who you are re-explore who you are because when you know who you are and what you're passionate about and what are the things that really upset you and that you don't want anything to do with so it's like similar to when I tell women to like find a spouse and we have to talk about non-negotiables. You guys have heard me talk about non-negotiables forever. FYI, they're just the beginning. I know everybody used like, oh, I heard your podcast on non-negotiables. I'm ready to get married. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, that is like five to 10% of what you need to know. Be careful if that's all you think you need finding a spouse or that's all you think you need to avoid heartache. I don't want you to get duped because it's not. It is the beginning of you laying down your boundaries. That's what I feel women are struggling with. And that's why I mentioned that one. Um, we're going to talk a bit more about love, maybe in the upcoming podcast, but like, I need you to know amongst other things, but I mean, I need you to know that that's the first step, but it's not the be all end all for sure. So what we have to do after that is learn, learn what's next, right? Just like this. So we're going to do this with the people pleasing. First, you're going to be silent. You're not going to jump in. Number two, you're going to like think about what are the things that I need to do to figure out who I am? You know, like let's explore what I love. Let's explore what upsets me, what really irks me. Also, you can figure this out by paying attention to your body language. The next time somebody says something, you're like, ooh, maybe it's like anti-animals or anti-cats specifically, or like, you know, like whatever it is, like what are your things that just make you feel your body tense up or you could feel yourself oh feeling so enjoyed by that thing like what is it and lastly I want you to know that you have to practice having difficult conversations and saying no there is no way to do this overnight you're going to just do it little by little I encourage you to rehearse it alone I would be sitting in my car talking to myself I'm so sorry I'm not able to do that and I tell people and I've mentioned this once in I think an Instagram reel you just repeat yourself over and over you don't explain yourself you know I'm so sorry yeah, I know. I wish I could do that, but I'm just not available. May Allah make it easy for you. I know, I know. But how about you? And you can change the subject if you want. But like at the end of the day, um, you don't have to do things outside of the, the rights and the obligations. So those are the first to also know. I told you to get excited because we're going to be learning more about those together in Thrive Muslimah. But for now, I want you to know that it's really, really important that you have this practice all by yourself alone and you have little difficult conversations. Don't have like a big one, like, oh my gosh, I want a divorce. Like we're not diving into that one, but we're diving into like, hey, I'm sorry, I can't come on Friday. Like do it with like turning people down for things you don't want to go to or things you don't want to do. I mean, obviously if it's your boss, you have to do them, but there's, you can be like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not turning in that paper today. But it's, it's not like that, but it's like, but you might be taking on a schedule that doesn't make sense for you, or you might have to be on honest about your time. So you have to to do these things little by little. They come with practice. And 
let me give you a little tip. People are not going to like it. And they're not going to like it because now you're laying boundaries. That makes it even harder for the people pleaser who's like, no, people now don't like me more. No, you're finding your people. You're laying down the boundaries and the laws and you're going to see a shift, but you got to stay consistent. I'm telling you, if you feel like you struggle with that, no worries. You could talk in a consultation call. I told you guys are totally free. But at the end of the day, like getting this stuff together, ooh, it will change your life. I was liberated. I am now able to say no and feel not guilty about it because you know what? I give a lot of my time. I try really hard to give a lot of my time. I give so much of my time on free classes, free calls. I want you to know I have thousands and thousands of women calling me every day and every single woman is important. But if I don't say no sometimes, how could I pay attention to my kids? Then I'll just be a hypocrite, right? It's really important to me. That hangs on my head every day. So while you're trying to give someone else something, you're stealing that right from somebody else. Do you see how important that is? I have to make sure I take care of my kids. So I have these boundaries. This is when I'm available. This is when you're available. And I figured out already the rights of people when I made that schedule. It's very intentional. And if I can go above and beyond at any moment, I will. That's who I am. But I I can't ever do it at the expense of stealing from someone else because then I'm a thief right? That would be counterproductive. If I'm stealing from my husband, if I'm stealing from my children, how can I steal? Well, you can steal time. You can steal attention. You can steal energy. It's really, really easy to do. And being a people pleaser is something that is not really Islamically aligned. It's a sign of a bit of a a weakness or a self-esteem thing in the underbelly. And it's something you can totally fix. It's something I fixed. I know you can too. And those are my first three pieces of advice. Stay silent. Don't jump in. Figure out what you really love and what your boundaries are and learning rights and stuff like that. Very, very easy to do. Sit down with yourself with a notebook, right? Just write a couple things down. What I like, don't like. Start to pay more attention to yourself, that mindfulness. And practice those tough conversations alone in the car. Start with the small ones, baby steps, right? And what you're going to say no to about getting that invitation. If you're an introvert and you don't want to go out, I don't know. You know, like, it's okay. All right. But mail us final with the I to make it easy. I hope this helped. Don't forget we have more on the website, www.mindful-muslima.com. Love, love to talk to you guys. I will see you have an amazing weekend. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.